Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to the weekly Independent Spouse podcast. I'm Jess Sands, the founder of The Independent Spouse and current military wife running my own business, Design Jessica. Today, I've been talking to the wonderful Louise Vettigan. Louise herself is a veteran. She is married to a serving soldier who is currently on a six-month deployment in Afghanistan, and she is a mother, but she also runs the charity Little Troopers. Now, Little Troopers is a registered UK charity and is solely dedicated to supporting some of the 130,000 military children in this country, whether their parents are in the Royal Navy, the British Army or the Royal Air Force. Louise runs Little Troopers from her Mary Quarter in Windsor, where her husband is currently posted. But like many of us, she will be moving in the summer, so she is surrounded by boxes. But that's not held her back with what she's trying to achieve with the charity. Little Troopers provides so many well-needed resources for service children, and it is such an important thing for the families. It's important they're empowered so that they can face the challenges of modern military life, as well as giving the child a sense of belonging and recognising that the military life should be celebrated, that these children are really special and should never be disadvantaged. The main takeaway that I got from talking to Louise today is that she never gives up. Persistence is the key. And even though she's probably the busiest person that I've ever interviewed, she takes time to run this fantastic charity and she is achieving some amazing things. I'm so happy to be able to share this important podcast with you. Louise's story is really inspiring and I hope you get an awful lot out of it. Oh, hi, Louise. And thank you so much for inviting me to your lovely home. Hello. Welcome. Well, I mean, we're surrounded by boxes, but anyway. Oh, gosh, don't worry. It's all part of military life. So firstly, I just wanted to say how brilliant Little Troopers is. I've been researching you and the charity this week. But if anybody hasn't heard of Little Troopers, could you give us a quick insight into what the charity is and how it started? Little Troopers is a charity supporting all children with one or both parents serving in the British Armed Forces. So started way back in 2011. Um, There's a story. I never sort of woke up and wanted to start a charity. Ultimately, I'd got out the army. Um, My husband was on his second tour of Afghanistan. My daughter at that time was seven and just really struggling, really, really struggling. And she needed support and all the usual people, all the usual charities that you would go to just sort of said, you know, she's a military child. She's got to suck it up. Um, He's alive. He's got his arms and legs. He's just away anyway. So I just kind of really believed that military children deserved better, deserved recognition. And my daughter ultimately needed support and no one would empower me to support her. So... The charity was born, originally called My Daddy is a Soldier Adventures, so it was army only when I first started it. That was what I knew and I felt like we're starting a business or anything, a charity is not dissimilar. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing. It was a real learning curve and I wanted to start with baby steps. So yeah, 2011, My Daddy is a Soldier Adventures and then three years ago, um, we rebranded, I say we, the royal we, me, rebranded to become Little Troopers. So now we are an all-encompassing, the only all-encompassing charity in the UK supporting all military children with various resources, um, initiatives, events to help them in their unique challenges of being a military child. And I know as a spouse with a posting coming up in the summer that it's the uncertainty that really challenges me. And if you add to that the deployments and the operational nature of his job and the fact that he's on exercise a lot, it's quite lonely and it's a bit of a struggle. Um, I didn't come from this world. My dad went to work at 
nine o'clock in the morning and he came home at half five and nothing really changed. It was really stable. But now as an adult, I seem to be in this life where there's a lot of uncertainty and I'm really not sure how I would manage it as a child. So there are so many more challenges for service children that other children don't need to face. What sort of resources do you have for them? I'm exactly the same as you. I didn't come from a military background. I joined the army myself as a teenager, but my husband is a military child. So Madison, um, our daughter, has really been the eyes into being a military child. And since starting the charity seven or eight years ago has really kind of shown me the basis for what military children need. I think there's three values that the charity works towards and that's inclusion, recognition and celebration. I think they're really, really important. I think military children need to feel included and that is included in a move, included in a school change, included in a deployment, included in a separation. And by that, I mean, what we do at the charity is to provide resources like a separation pack, for example, we do we've got send a hug kit we've got lots of stuff on the website that can be printed off to include them I think way back when I started the charity my husband was in Afghanistan and my husband's regiment at the time um would you know run deployment lunches so to speak and they would have a face painter and a bouncy castle in the gym for all the children and then all the spouses would see the pictures of what they've been doing and all the rest of it when actually that wasn't what my child needed she needed to understand where he was what the time is what's the weather like she needed to be included in that deployment and that separation to enable her little brain to process it a little better and understand it and be at peace with where he was and so so life could go on for those six or seven months. So inclusion is really, really important. Um, and that that it extends to giving a sense of belonging. And that's the second value, recognition, about recognising that military children often have a lack of, you know, you never ask a military child, where are you from? Because they're not from anywhere. My daughter is not from anywhere. She was born in Germany. She's been to Cyprus. We've lived in Germany a long time. We've lived in various places all over the UK. She's not from anywhere. Her roots will mean something very different to a civilian child. So, you know, belonging comes under recognition. We have a little trooper of the month scheme where it's about recognizing that military children not only have those unique challenges, but also exceptional real life stuff. Sometimes they might be poorly or have had an accident. So lots of initiatives to recognize that military children are special, they are brave, and they are are often dealing with things different to their civilian peers. Um, and the third one, celebration. So a lot of what the charity does is celebrate what we're a part of. You know, as a military spouse, I definitely really dislike it when you're speaking to someone and, you know, you're a military spouse and then they kind of screw their face up and go oh dear, are you? You know, that's a shame. And I'm like, no, I don't believe that. I'm a massive advocate for military life. I think there is some amazing benefits to it. I don't think it's all negative and I don't think it's all a, you know, a really bad, sad story. We've had some amazing times being a military family and part of being the military is, you know, when you marry someone in the military, oh, well, you knew what you were signing up to. Again, I don't believe that. I believe we need a military, um, you know, as a country, we need that. The military need to move and the military need to deploy. 
But what is important is that things exist to help those scenarios. So those things still happen, but the charity is all about ensuring that you are empowered with lots of resources and stuff so you can deal with those things that always happen and celebrate them. So those are the three three values and they're sort of a, a bit more of what we do. Yeah, which is really important. It means that when they're far away, they know that their family's being a little bit looked after. Um, and it means that they can focus on the important work that they are doing. Absolutely. It's not, it isn't easy. I'm a long way down the road. 18 years ago, nearly 19 years ago, I joined the military. I've been married over 15 years. Um, I've been doing this a really long time and I'm still pretty rubbish at it. You know, I don't think it gets easier. My husband becomes more of a habit. So, you know, I was saying to someone recently, you know, if you smoke for two years, it's probably, I'm guessing, easier to give up than if you've smoked for 10 years. And I feel the same with my husband. The longer we're married, the longer we're together, the more our lives get entwined. So the harder it is when he goes away. So it is about the whole unit. I think, um, you know, military children, you know, military spouses, if they're, you know, coping better then the service person is able to be much more operationally effective. And I get so many lovely letters and messages from people going, you know, what little troopers provided for my family while I was away really helped. It really meant that I could, you know, concentrate a little better. I had a great phone call or whatever when they were telling me what they'd been doing. You know, I think it is, it's the whole family unit um, um, that that is impacted and we try to you know directly and indirectly support all of them so little troopers is a tri-service charity how many children do you think you've helped I mean, thousands. There's over 130,000. I mean, I say that there isn't actually, it's it's controversial. Is it controversial? I don't know. It's a, it's a discussion topic. Nobody actually knows how many military children are because no one's ever done that kind of data. It's hilarious. I go to all these meetings. Was it something at the Houses of Parliament this last week? No one, and they're all just plucking numbers. It's a different number. So A, we don't know how many military children actually exist. No one knows that. The government, the MOD, nobody actually knows how many military children are in existence but it's around 130,000 um and yeah we're tri-service we also support all regular and reserve forces so it's not just regulars and we support thousands of them because we've got so many different resources there's the app that we've got our story reading app we've got our birthday card scheme we've just sent out our 3000th separation pack so that's just gone out um I've got 250 coming to the summer camp this weekend. It, yeah, thousands of families are impacted through Little Troopers in lots of different ways. And you're quite possibly the busiest person that I've spoken to in this entire series. Um, I know myself how busy I get running my own business, doing this podcast series and um, being married to my very operational husband. But you're also somebody's mother and you run a charity. How on earth are you finding the time to do all these things? I don't. I don't. I don't do it. I don't do it all. Um, I do I do it all with epic wobbles um, periodically, basically. Um, I have promised everybody around me that I'm taking a good chunk of time off in August. My husband's in Afghanistan. That definitely wasn't on the radar. Um, and we're moving 10 days after he comes back. 
that definitely wasn't on the radar. And my mum always says to me, life's what happens when you're busy making plans. And that is so true. This time last year, we didn't know there was a deployment coming away and we didn't know a move was coming our way. And it, and it has. On top of that, I do um, run little troopers on my own. I don't have a team. I don't have an office. I don't have... As you can see, the office is my lounge. It is in every corner of the room. You can see little troopers stuff. Um, and there's not enough hours in the day. And I do often drop the spinning plates. But um, I do feel passionate about the charity. I feel passionate about making a difference. Um, I do my very best to be the best wife I can be and supportive to my husband. I don't always get that right. And um, unfortunately, he definitely has been the thing that's fallen by the wayside recently. Um, As summer camp comes and literally I sleep about three hours a night for the week before summer camp. And I try to be the best mum I can be. And, you know, I do try and do that to to the best of my ability but it isn't we can't all do everything perfectly that's just reality and I don't get it right all the time I have amazing people who you know my two best friends are people I went to school with so everywhere I've been posted abroad or the UK they've been my staple I don't live near family but they're always at the end of the phone and you do I think I um you know, I do the very best I can do, but the reality is that uh, I don't do it all amazingly all the time. But then on the other side of things, you probably had some great successes and met some amazing people and had some brilliant stories through running this charity. I'm really bad at being reflective. That is something that I'm very bad at. And I do, I try to be, you know, it is really important when you're doing something, um, like I'm doing and it is really frustrating as a charity we don't have any money like you know the MOD doesn't support what we're doing um we I use it all the time me I go to all these meetings and you know people just don't get it they don't get that military children do need support so I feel passionate about it and that that does sort of spur me on but I probably have to remember I'm not superhuman as well. Be reflective, be proud. And a lot a lot has been achieved with Little Troopers, actually. I think, you know, there has been some really good breakthroughs of great things that have been achieved, but I'm never happy. I've, I've never achieved enough. But surely on the other side of things, you've had some great successes and you've probably heard some brilliant stories from some people. So what would you say is the best thing you've achieved so far? There have been loads of successes and they they sort of range from really small to, to the slightly bigger. So the app is amazing. So probably four years ago, I was like, I really want to create this app. Um, but something that may seem so simplistic in your head, I mean, is really tricky in reality. So I'm like, come on, let's just have this created. And they were like, yeah, that's not quite so easy. And it's going to cost you over 60 grand, which took me four years to raise. So it just took ages for this app to kind of come to fruition. Um, but, you know, HarperCollins came on board. Everyone says to me, well, how did you get them? You know, persistence. And that is to any business, charity, you know, never give up. Like send that email because why not? You don't know who's reading it. So that was a really huge achievement that HarperCollins donate 
the book content, there is an app out there in existence, free for all British Armed Forces families, where they can remain connected by story, even if separated. So mum or dad can record a story and it captures their face, their audio and the book pages. And then instantly back at home, the child can log in and watch, listen, see that over and over again. How amazing is that? And I created that. So I do sometimes get little um, flutters of like, yay, I did it. Um, That was great. Winning the military award, you know, um, three years ago, I did win a milli for support to the armed forces. That was pretty cool. Um, I met David Beckham, so that's always a good day. Yeah, there's been some really, you know, I meet at summer camp. I meet so many of the military families who just... That's, you know, summer camp's reconnection. So the whole ethos of that event is that, you know, um, after a separation period, they're coming together in a field um, and I just arrange loads of activities across the weekend. And it's just a weekend of no electronics, you know, in a field, getting back to basics. Because when you've been separated for a long time, it can be really hard to reconnect again. There's great achievements. Every day is an achievement. If the charity's still going, my daughter's watered and fed, and I'm still like getting up and getting it done, that's an achievement. <laughs> oh, it is. But I think you've achieved some fantastic things. Um, the support that you're giving is brilliant. So moving to the future, in five years time, where do you think Little Troopers will be? I I have great aspirations for Little Troopers that sometimes get knocked by frustrations, outside frustrations. My ultimate aim has always been to have a UK military family residential centre. So a centre where all military families, British Army, Royal Navy, Royal Air Force can come. Summer camp would be replicated over and over again. That event is so absolutely fundamental for some families, but it's just like so difficult to run it. So I'd love for that to run monthly, you know, for families. I'd love there to be a centre where, you know, military families can ha- come and gain get the support they need pre and post deployment. Um, during deployment, spouses and their children can get support. And also military children alone can come for residentials in the holidays and gain much needed well-being and, you know, recognition support so that is my ultimate aim I would like the little troopers at school project that's really making a difference and that is a national project in all schools to help um, schools and teachers better understand the challenges of military children and to offer them resources to support military children in education settings so that's really really important as well so I'd, I'd just like Little Troopers to still be in existence, to still be supporting so many military families. And I'd like it to be better supported by the MOD and the government. Um, that would be good. It's a constant struggle with Little Troopers. It really, really is. And it's a bit of a no-brainer, really, that by supporting service children, you end up supporting the service personnel. Uh, it is a no-brainer, and I don't understand why it's received with such hostility. Um I don't know. I could get into all the whys and wherefores of these meetings that I go to where people are very rude to my face about, you know, what I've created and its existence. And, you know, but ultimately, take me out of it. Little Troopers has really captured the hearts of military families. It's a really active community that's so loved and so needed. 
and currently runs on very little money. But that makes me really sad because imagine what it could achieve with a little bit of money injection. So I would like it to be better supported. I'd like it to be you know, by the people that should be supporting it and should be recognising our military children because they're important. And it is so important, especially to me. I know that when I chat to my husband about his career and the plans that he's making, that we really need to think about and consider when we're going to have our children. But the fact that there is some support out there through Little Troopers um, is great for me. It means that I can, you know, have peace of mind that we're not on our own and that the work you are doing with Little Troopers means that when I do have my children, there's that little bit of support that I can rely on. And, you know, it isn't easy. You know, I can't say that, you know, it hasn't been a rocky road for our daughter. I, I'm not a massive fan of the word resilient because I actually think military children often don't have a choice in that. Um, so, yeah, they probably are resilient, but that's because they've had to go over all the bumps in the road. Um, but I think my daughter definitely has a strength that I didn't have at 15. Um, she definitely has a confidence because she's had to find that. She, you know, she she's, we're moving again and that's not like her ninth school and she's had to find that confidence to walk into those classrooms. But on the same token, there, you know, my daughter has also suffered at the hands of deployment and, you know, she has really suffered with anxiety and and that's because of the life that she lives and of course I worry about that and I can't say that that's completely taken away by the charity but I think what it does do is let's a children know that they aren't alone b let them know that they are recognized and what they're going through is recognized um, and I think that's important and that they are part of something really special and it is so important and I genuinely want to say thank you for all the hard work that you do even though it's taking up your entire house life everything I enjoy it though I do enjoy it and you know if I didn't I wouldn't do it I've had some amazing opportunities I've met amazing people I go amazing places um you know to to spread the word of little troopers as much as I can um but it's definitely all consuming well I think what you're doing is completely amazing and fair play to you um so now we are moving on to the quick fire questions. Are you ready? I'm not good with quick fires, so let's call them long, <laughs> long, long answered quick fires. <laughs> no, that is completely fine. So the first one, who would you most like to hear from on the Independent Spouse podcast? Oh, um, I have really, really had my eyes open. So at the beginning of this deployment, I started an Instagram account um, just talking about military life basically and deployment and I am absolutely blown away by the amazing military spouses that are out there that I've met through Instagram over the last couple of months I want to hear more about them there's so many military spouses running small businesses and they've all got a story and all the stories are so unique so I task you to speak to every military spouse that exists Jess and I want to hear all their stories (laughs) oh I definitely will get out there and then I will be just as busy as you (laughs) so the next one well this is really just for my husband who I'm pretty sure is just trying to get ideas out of people but what is the best present that your husband has ever bought you back from a deployment I think that question's hilarious 
Maybe it's different in different surfaces, but I'm telling you now, my husband has been to Iraq twice, a UN tour of Cyprus, Kosovo, Bosnia, third tour of Afghan. I've never had a present, ever. So maybe that's an army thing. Maybe your listeners could put me straight. I've never had a deployment present, ever. Oh no, he's not doing it right. (laughs) Maybe he's just not going to the places where he can bring presents back. Yeah, no, can't answer that. Never had anything. Well, that is really disappointing. You're going to have to make him a list. But I have asked for a new cooking pot with the tour bonus. I want a nice Le Creuset, so uh, that'll be my deployment present. I'm going to make sure I let him know that the norm is to bring me back a present. He'll be ever thankful to you. Oh, no, I'm sure he will be. Um, I'll just have to get him to listen to this podcast and um, tell him that everybody gets presents. And that's the whole point of his deployment, really. So the next one is, what's the most courageous thing that you have ever done as a military spouse entrepreneur? Given up my job, probably much to, again, to my husband's displeasure. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not an entrepreneur. I just set something up that I feel was needed and it's become a passion of mine. I did it for a really long time whilst also having a job. I was in the civil service and it, yeah, so three years ago, when we moved to where we are now, actually on this posting, I just felt something had to give. Um, Medically, I was showing signs of sort of high blood pressure bits and pieces. And it was just like, look, you need to slow down. It was really difficult. I was working full time and then running the charity like outside of it, you know, so I was literally not going to bed till two o'clock in the morning and something had to give. So I gave my job up. And I do, you know, I miss that actually sometimes, you know. Um, so that was probably the bravest thing I've ever done. Yeah, it's true. I know a lot of people that feel like that, that have given up their job to follow their partner around um, through no choice of their own. It's just this life that we live in and, you know, it's the most practical way to do it. And that's why I did it and that's why I started my own business. Um, and I do miss office life. I really, really do. But, um, but I love my business too. So the last one in the quickfire questions is, if you could go back in time to when you first started, what would be the one thing you would tell yourself? My advice is just don't give up. You know, you have totally got this. Um, It's not easy. But if you believe in something, if you're passionate about something, just do it and nothing will happen overnight. You know, I started the charity in 2011. You know, it's now 2018. I think it took five years to just get established and for people to realise I actually wasn't going to go anywhere. So I just think don't give up. Keep going if you believe in it and if you stick at it and if you, you know, are in for the long haul, um, then you will see success. Be consistent. You know, make sure you're blogging every week. Make sure you're updating your website regularly. And just concentrate on you. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Concentrate on what you're doing, what your site's doing, what your social media's doing, what your calendar's doing, the people you're meeting. And if you are consistent and doing all of those things, success will come your way. But if you do that and you're you know, consistent, you will see, you know, you'll reap the rewards, definitely. Oh, it's so true. Um, Louise, it has been completely brilliant talking to you today. Um, Thank you so much for all the hard work that you do with the charity. But before we go, if we need to find you, if we need your support, or if we want to support you, 
How can we find Little Troopers? Little Troopers is a registered charity. It needs people to support it. It needs people to um, get involved. But on the same token, if you're a British Armed Forces family, there is also lots of support you can gain from the charity. Lots of the resources and initiatives are free and you can go to www.littletroopers.net. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. I've got a blog. There's so many ways you can find Little Troopers and understand a bit more about how we can support you but also if you do want to run a fundraising event then equally come and let us know and we definitely support that oh louise thank you so much for um, spending the day with me um you work so very hard but you're doing so many amazing things and you're achieving so much so thank you again thank you thank you and i look forward to hearing all the other episodes of the independent spouse thanks for listening i hope you've enjoyed the episode as much as i've enjoyed making it Don't forget to pop over to www.theindependentspouse.co.uk to check out the amazing freebies that are on there. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the podcast so that you get to hear it as soon as it's released. And if you like what you hear, I'd love you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread the word so that more lovely people like you can listen to the episodes. Thank you for listening to the Independent Spouse podcast. I'll be back next week with another inspiring interview. See you then.